What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. We are in the full swing of things in spring training, so I think it's about time that I actually help you guys check in on those games and what's been going on. I mean, obviously, in the very beginning, you don't see too much in terms of starters playing deep into games or anything, but we'll get some glimpses here and there. I want to talk about a guy who's on his way back from pretty much a lost year, but a guy who is definitely someone to keep an eye on, and that's Yankees third baseman Miguel Andujar. He hit an opposite field home run yesterday, returning with a bang, went deep in just his third at-bat. I mean, he showed off that familiar power stroke. He had a fifth-inning oppo taco off of Anthony Banda of the Rays yesterday. That's an encouraging sign because the Yankees look for Andujar to prove that he's recovered from that right shoulder surgery or injury or whatever that he had that cost him most of last season and he's coming off I mean before that it was 2018 he was the runner-up for AL rookie of the year but he was having a really good year with the bat and Miguel Andujar is still very young I mean he turns 25 next month but consider the fact that he lost the whole year of pretty much a whole year last year I mean played like what five weeks and that's something special, but in the time that he lost his job, he basically got replaced by Gio Urshela, who's now the third baseman for the Yankees, and he's been found on the outside looking in, trying to fight for his job. It's kind of crazy how that works. But I'm pretty sure Urshela is going to be their opening day third baseman, and Aaron Boone has talked about the idea of using Andujar in different spots, you know, using him at first base or in the outfield. And they've kind of been giving him a crash course in spring training. I mean, he was working on it over the winter, and it's continued in spring training. So that's one development to keep an eye on as we continue these spring training games because the Yankees are going to keep Urshela at third, Torres at short, LeMayu at second, and Luke Voigt at first in all likelihood. So that means that Andujar is going to have to find a way in the lineup somehow. I mean, that's kind of crazy. And that's competition. Competition breeds excellence. At least that's what they say. So just wanted to check in on Miguel Andujar as he continues to fight for a spot on this team. Moving over to Mets camp, Marcus Stroman was talking to reporters yesterday. And he said that he believes the Mets have MOB's best rotation. And, I mean, we're used to Stroman saying things like this. Uh, he's a very uh, outspoken guy. Uh, he's very confident, I guess, if you want to use that word has a chip on his shoulder, and you kind of have to. You don't make it to the big leagues as a pitcher at five foot nine or whatever he is, five eight, five nine, unless you have a chip on your shoulder. And that's something Stroman's been able to maintain his whole career. But he has a point. I don't know if they they might have the absolute best rotation. I mean, on paper, they might. I mean, they have a big three of DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Stroman. So Stroman's your third starter. That, that's already telling you that you have a very good rotation. I mean, DeGrom is a back-to-back NL Cy Young winner. Syndergaard has all the potential to be an ace. He just needs to be a bit more consistent. And then Stroman is coming off a very good year. So you're talking about guy, like potentially three all-stars in your starting rotation. And by the way, I said Stroman was 5'8". He's actually 5'7". Wow, I didn't know he was... He was 5'7". I thought he was a little taller than that. So I guess that's even to his point even more. 
You know, when, when you're that diminutive, people are going to count you out a lot, especially as a pitcher. But to make it to the big leagues at that size, it's it's a testament, obviously, to his talent, but to his ability to shake off negative comments and doubts. So, yeah, I mean, the Mets have a chance to be good, and they're actually, I think they're projected to win the NL East. I think they were projected to win the NL East by Pakoda, but the Mets are kind of a meme. Every year they have, they make a lot of noise, but it's been a while since they've been able to, you know, do anything about it. I mean, they went to the World Series against the Royals a few years ago, which was kind of like a, you know, a magical run, which they were, they were really good. I guess it might be selling them short to say it was magical, but the Mets with all the injuries they get and the big contracts and they just seem to make what seems like the right move. And then as soon as a guy comes to the Mets, he kind of falls apart. I mean, look at Jed Lowry, for instance, look at Robinson Cano, for instance, things like that always seem to happen. As soon as they get to New York, they get injured or something like that. So at least from the pitching staff perspective, I I do think that Stroman has a very good point. This might low key be the best rotation all of baseball, but we're going to have to wait and see if that holds true. Lonnie Chisenhall has retired. I saw this headline. I was I was a bit taken aback. I was like, yeah, that that's a name that I remember. But, uh, I mean, we haven't seen him on the field for quite some time because he's just been hurt so much. I mean, we talked about Jeremy Hellickson retiring, I believe, last week. But Lonnie Chisenhall is now retired. I mean, he's 31 years old. He last appeared in a big league game in 2018. And in that year, he only played 29 games. He said it was a very easy decision for him. He said, I've only played 29 games in the past two years. So between that and I have three kids at home, they're all in school. Traveling around the country wasn't practical anymore. It was a pretty easy decision. Is what he said during a Q&A portion of an assembly with his old middle school, his former middle school in Newport, North Carolina. So he's hanging up his cleats after 688 major league games, all with Cleveland. He was a highly touted young player. He was drafted 29th overall by the Indians in 08. And... You know, he was a top prospect, 25th overall in baseball, America's top 100 in 2011. But injuries were just a constant presence throughout his career. And that's what prevented him from fully living up to that top prospect status. Although he was still a pretty productive player over his eight seasons. I mean, he finishes with a 268 average of 320 on base of 427 slugging slash line, a 102 weighted runs created plus. I mean, he's a lefty. Most of his success came against right-handed pitching. I mean, he had pretty good numbers against both righties and lefties over his final two seasons. Over his final two seasons, he actually put up really good numbers in 872 OPS over 365 plate appearances towards the end there. Most of his injuries, I mean, were a series of nagging calf problems. That's basically what ended his career. That's what brought an end to it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he only played seven games for the Pirates AAA affiliate after signing a one-year $2.75 million deal with Pittsburgh last offseason. So he's just hanging him up because he, he doesn't have anything left in the tank and he has bigger fish to fry off the field. I mean, in his career, he made pretty good money, you know, $18.6 million. As long as he's smart with, I mean, after taxes is going to be like you know, less than half of that, taxes, agent fees, and everything. 
he could probably have taken what like you know, eight million, seven million in the bank. That's enough to live a very comfortable lifestyle, if we're being honest. Very comfortable lifestyle as long as he's smart with it and his kids will be taken care of, invest that money appropriately and whatnot. So congrats on a successful career to Lonnie Chisholm. I mean, I'm saying it's successful because I mean this dude put up a above average Wade runs created plus. He played eight years. That's that's way more than the vast majority of players that see the major league. So congrats to Lonnie Chisholm on a successful career. The Padres have signed Brian Dozier to a minor league deal. And I mean that's interesting. Dozier was with the Nationals last year. He basically did not play. This is a guy who was once an elite performer for the Twins, but he's absolutely fallen off a cliff. He was a 40 home run threat. I mean, he hit 41 bombs with Minnesota that one year as a second baseman. As a second baseman, he was he was just going off. I'm sorry, 42 bombs in 2016. And the year after that, you know, 34. He, he was like a, you know, 30, 40 homer guy. But last year, that just wasn't really there. I mean, he played 135 games. He still hit 20 bombs, but he, he has fallen off. He really has. His OPS was 771, which is still serviceable. But I think he's trending towards being a backup at this stage in his career because he's 32, turns 33 in May. But I think he's trending towards being a backup. He'll earn $2.2 million if he makes the Padres roster and some extra money available uh, due to incentives. But he's he's still capable of hitting for power. It's just that you know his statcast metrics also suggest he's a bit of a league average bat. He's just a solid veteran guy that you can put at the bottom of your order at this point. But right now the Padres' top three options at second base are Jerickson, Profar, Greg Garcia, and Bravik Valera. And I think Profar is going to get he's going to get like a fair shake for sure because you know. Former number one prospect. He's bounced around a bit at this point. But I think he's going to get a fair shake to win that job. But time is also ticking on him. I mean, he's 27. So he should be in his prime. But time is kind of ticking on him. And we'll see what happens there. But just want to mention that Ryan Dozier is on his way to the Padres on a minor league deal. I, I do think he will bring, make it up you know, to the major leagues. At least as a bench piece. But that's what's happening. So that's all I have for today. If you guys enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.